Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. The judge that's presiding over the matter would obviously have to hear argument first. He obviously has not got the papers before him. The papers were filed. They gave dates when they had to file affidavits. So they it by way of affidavit. He's um, a judge who gets on with matters. I don't think it would take that long, maybe a few days, in order for him to consider the matter once he's heard argument and then give a ruling on the matter as to whether or not it's either successful or unsuccessful. Today, the former president, Jacob Zuma, will return to court in Pietermaritzburg for the long-awaited trial on charges of fraud and corruption. In your over, I would say, 40 years of experience in this profession, what sort of approach Zuma is using in this case? Well, I'm 43 years already in practice. I don't think it's really a tactic. I think he really, really what he's doing, I think he's doing the same as any other person, and not the fact that he's the former president uh, with his legal team that's now representing him. He's basically using the legal system, which he's entitled to in terms of his constitutional rights, to put up his legal challenges, which are all interlocutory, in other words, before the main trial begins, so that you don't have to deal with these matters during the trial. So it's not really a tactic. I think he's just exhausting and trying all his legal remedies that him as well as any other accused in terms of Section 35 of the Constitution would have. So it looks because of the delay in the matter of 17 years to get it to trial that it's a tactic, but I wouldn't put it down as a tactic. I think that any accused, whoever he is or whoever she is, is entitled to deal with these matters, and the same applies to the state. And you have to deal with these matters before your trial actually begins because these are what are called preliminary trial issues. You don't want to land up in the middle of a trial and then this is then raised. How would proceedings unfold in court today? Because you are the applicant. In other words, normally in criminal matters, the state bears the onus and the burden of proof. They normally begin. In all cases, the state begins. In criminal matters, that's what your listeners need to know. In civil matters, is a difference. In a civil matter, depending upon who the burden of proof is, sometimes that party would have to begin. For example, if the police were involved in an accident or they had shot at somebody, the burden of proof would be on them. So even though they're the defendant and you're suing them, they would have to begin. But in a criminal matter, what your listeners need to know, the state always bear the duty to begin. But in this matter, when you bring an application, in other words, he's an accused, but he's also an applicant because you're applying, it's an, you're applying for a certain relief. So you would have to begin. So he's a learned counsel and he's juniors. They would bring their application for the recusal of the prosecutor or any other preliminary issues as well as their Section 106 plea which on which they went to reading, they will then address the court, they will hand up all their documentation and annexes, which they rely on. The states are then given a chance, so they would then come second, and then you as the applicant have the right to reply to anything that the state raised. And then the presiding judge might also put certain questions to both parties, and then you'll then get a ruling from the judge as to whether or not your plea is successful or not successful. But that's where the challenge lies. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.